Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Hello and welcome to this week's Pod Chat episode. And this week we're going to be talking about new prospect meetings. Well, so yeah. So when you're meeting somebody new. Yes. Is this actually to sit down to discuss working together or Yes, I think so. I think I think we're talking we're talking new business contacts. We're talking perhaps somebody's contacted you and think they might want your service. So they've maybe contacted you online then rather than networking and in person? Maybe in person, it may be by phone, it may be by email, it may just be that you've met a new contact at networking and you want to have a one to one and learn more about one another. But what we wanted to talk about was really how to get the most out of those meetings. Ooh, we like that. You are. I just love sitting in new business meetings with you, Claire, because you just, you know what to get out of it. You know, <clears throat> it just seems to trip off your tongue. It's the therapist in me. It probably is, actually, because it... <laughs> I, it I'd, ag- I'd agree with that, but as well, I think it's, especially if they're a, a new potential customer... Yeah. You want to find out about them. You want to find out about how they think, what they like, and and, and see if they are yeah. your ideal client fit, if you like. I think, I think the biggest mistake anybody can make is to talk about themselves and not listen. Oh, yeah, never. Listening should be number one. absolutely about listening to the client. It used to be the same when I was in the audit role. Um, you had to let the client talk about themselves. You had to let them give all the information and start asking the questions to start delving deeper. Don't just assume that you know all that information once they've started talking. You know, I mean, they may think that the conversation's finished, that's it, I've told you everything. But actually, if you thoroughly listen to what they're saying, you will no doubt have more questions. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to keep digging. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? The thing I, I detest the most is when you see somebody interviewing somebody or you or you know somebody's asking somebody a question they've obviously thought of the question they want to ask so they ask it Mm -hmm. they get this really detailed response and they just go yeah right so and ask another (laughs) question that absolutely drives me insane. Sorry. Claire is literally biting her yeah, finger. I pulled her face as I said that. I'm sorry. Um, made the girls laugh. Um, it just, it's so false. If you're going to ask a question, listen. Actually listen to the answer because chances are that will lead on to a whole different question that you thought you were going to ask next. Yeah, often, it's not a job interview. Yeah, often the answers answers to questions open the opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How do you get to know somebody if you don't ask questions? And listen to the answers. Yes. Definitely. Yes. I agree with that. I love meeting new people. I, just, I find people fascinating. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, if only we've got more time to do it. I think that's the one of the one challenges, isn't it? Being a business owner. You've got work to do. Yeah. And you also need to do the business development as well. Yeah, I've been trying desperately to cap my one-to-ones because they can quite easily go three hours and yeah. they need to be an hour That's and a half max. That's because nearly always in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I only meet... She does like I lots actually of meet, She had to think about it. No, actually, I do meet one client in the pub on, on his request oh, okay. and I don't mind that because the meeting's usually on the Friday afternoon, but I do have a lot of meetings in Costa. But rather than thinking it's expensive for having meetings, it's really cheap for office rent. 
<laughs> if you think about the amount yeah. of, say, if I have meetings in Costa or Starbucks or any shops. other coffee outlet. Yeah, exactly. Don't other do coffee, coffee by the way, it's always yeah. tea. Um, but if you think about it, you're, what, maybe four coffees, 20 quid. Mm. You can't rent an office anywhere for 20 quid that's got <laughs> Wi-Fi, can you? So That's, that's not... Well, we are still kind of on point, aren't we? Because we're talking... No, but just what I'm saying about it, it, I find it fascinating meeting people. And I think you've got to do it, one, to help develop your business to make those relationships with potential clients or to connect people together because networking is not just about yourself. It's about who you can connect together. And you've got to get out of your own space, particularly when you work on your own. Mm -hmm. Like... What, uh, when I was I was filming a video last week and um, Andy phrased it as breaking the fourth wall, you've got to get out of your surroundings. So I think meeting people in your office, out of your office, and just just meeting different people you can connect with. I think if you meet people in a, in a, a neutral space as well, I think it, you're both on a level playing field. So a lot more relaxed I, actually, I think, isn't it? Well, there's a there's a sort <coughs> of. Pers- perception isn't there that if you're going to somebody's office they're in a more senior place Mm. than you because you're going to them for work type of thing um it's a bit you know like a bit like the job interview Mm. scenario it's like you want something off them they're more senior they're holding the strings or whatever whereas i think when you're meeting somewhere neutral it's just two people meeting which is what business should be about yeah nice and relaxed yeah you get to know somebody better on that sort of level don't you yeah so what other tips as well as listening do you have ladies go on joe does anybody do any research i think you do yes that's a yeah so again old roles that I used to do and very, very important now in the work that we're doing because one of the things that we pride ourselves on is getting to know our customers properly, getting to know our clients properly. Do your research, find out what things they like themselves, find out all about the business or as much as you can about the business beforehand. Before you meet them. Yeah, absolutely, because you've then got an in, haven't you? You've got something to start a conversation about. So if you've seen, not that I'm a Facebook stalker, but I do like to see... (laughs) who I'm going to have a meeting with. I like to have seen a photo, I've got yeah. to admit, so you can mm. walk into somewhere yeah, completely if it's, yeah, it's if, if, it, if it's somebody yeah. that you've not met face-to-face, I definitely yeah. prefer to know who I'm looking for when I walk yeah. into a cafe, otherwise you stand at the front looking like a right numpty dog. And you? I actually <laughs> think, you know, for all people don't like putting photos on business cards, me being one of them, they really do help yeah. remember somebody. Yeah. Don't you think if you get if you meet somebody at a networking event and you've got a business card that's got their photo on, it helps jog the memory who that business card was from. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I, that, I know but from a design point of view, and and I get say I totally against them, and I, and personally no, I wouldn't do it. But I think I think there's I think a place. It, I think that I think they they are good. It's down to personal choice. Um, they do make things memorable. Yeah. Uh, Personally, because of what I do and branding and looking at logos and things, I, I, I automatically register the colours and the logo with the person. But would you remember the face? Because I don't. I'm terrible. Usually I do, yeah. No, Usually I do at the moment. Yeah. That, may, that may change as I approach 50. Yeah. Going back to that <laughs> once, previous once episode. Once you get over 50, oh, you don't remember anything. <laughs> you know, that's a bit of a lie. So, just, so you, do research, you would do research before you met somebody new? yeah. I like to get a balanced view of them. Yeah, I, I take a look on it. I might drop it drop it into Google or other search engine 
um, and <laughs> see down. see what comes up. Maybe Facebook or LinkedIn, LinkedIn or yeah. certainly if they, if they've got a website or anything like that, and and try and find out a little bit more about that see, person before the meeting. Do you go in? So you go in with a completely oh, blank canvas. I go in completely. Oh, it's like blind date when you going to a new client <laughs> meeting. Isn't it? Yeah, what's your name? Where you from? The only thing I would look up is to see if I could find a photo back. I'd go onto LinkedIn, see if I could find a photo, but I wouldn't read the LinkedIn profile. No, you see, that's that's what I mean about the balanced. And and I guess you're going in completely blank canvas, so yeah. therefore you will... There's I nothing that will have slanted your view. Often I don't even know somebody's company name. Ah. See, I like to do the company name, and I, I rather than looking at the person who I'm meeting's photo, if I can find one, I like to know what the where I'm go where I'm meeting them. If it, if I am going to their place of business, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I can yeah. get straight to it. Yeah. I, I, that's the kind yeah. of research I do. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm I go in cold. I, I, I don't know the directions up, but no. I, Possibly that is why you are always so relaxed when you go to a new client meeting because you've got no expectations of it. You've got. And it's not out of disrespect, is it? It is purely no, so that all. they will will talk I, to you I about want, it. I want them to tell yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. And then I'll go away and make yeah. sure they're who they say they are. And, oh, so you do it after you do and your everything around, else. Right, okay. if, if it's a new client, obviously you've got to do your due diligence and protect your own business. Um, but I don't... I suppose because I'm writing for people, and so when we write... You have to write representing the person whose business you're representing, but you're talking to their clients, so you've got to write it in their client's style as well as getting the business personality yeah. over. I think if I looked up the business and looked at what they were doing and read their website and things, uh, I would get preconceived ideas. And so I don't, if say I'm, I'm writing somebody's website, I don't look at that information until the day I write that page. That's when I'll look at that page. Just to make sure that what I've written covers all bases, that I've not missed any information out. But I don't, if I read the style, do you think it might if you, affect me. Do you think if you were in a different line of business, you'd do that differently? No, because whatever I've done, I've always gone in. That's just, that's, that's your way of doing me. it. Yeah. Because I, I, I just, I, I find people fascinating. And I think people don't, a lot of people say people like to talk about themselves and it's true. Mm. But I think more importantly, people like to think that somebody's interested in them. Yes, I agree with I that. I think that's more important than them liking to talk about themselves. And so for me... If, if I went in knowing about them or even with set questions, I don't feel like you'd get a real conversation and a real bond going because it needs to be organic. It's Definitely. like It's like with these these pod chats. We, we might talk very, very loosely for a couple of minutes about the subject <laughs> to decide what we're going to record the next episode on. Yes. But we we don't plan. We haven't got a script. We haven't got bullet points. There is absolutely no plan on these at all. It's organic. It happens. And actually, you're right. You're finding out about each other while we're doing it because there's yeah. plenty of things in other episodes that we found out that we wouldn't have even yeah. guessed about each exactly. other. Exactly. Even though all the time we've known one another. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows what we're gonna? Way. Who knows what we're gonna learn and discover? <laughs> uh, covering the black budget box. No, I've um, never looked at it that way because I've always been trained, I suppose, with what I've done to find the background out and go in that way first. Right. But actually, 
I mean, I, yes, I have been trained to ask questions and, and being from a fraud and a risk role, I do ask the questions, but maybe it's just the questions that are structured around what I need to find out. Aha. And it's the bits Getting between the lines, isn't it? That's the Absolutely, because actually, if it's a new client, it's, yes, you obviously do need some information um, to be able to work for them or yeah. with them or whatever the contract for, but to me, on that first meeting, that is not important. And we actually had this the other day, didn't we? Because we had a call with a client, yeah. a new potential client. Yeah. And it did come across how differently we would have approached it. Yeah. I, I, at the point of going back, wanting to put a quote together or going back with a quote for the work, that's when I would start pulling out specifics about what I need to know. So it's like sort of a staged um, discovery yeah I think so <clears throat> I, I want to know about them and how they view their business and where they see their business going and where they think you know they need support or help or uh, yeah and and then I get down to nitty-gritty at a later stage yeah I think I'm I think I sit sort of between the two approaches I like to do a little bit of background so that you know you're always going to have something to talk about or bring into the conversation that you know that yeah, they will yeah. have something back on it. But then, yeah, it's about discovering what their goals are and where they want it to mm. be and how what you offer could support that if it's the right fit. So do you think if you went in with into a new client meeting with information on them, um, do you think that would impress somebody? Because I'm not saying I'm right here. Would mm -hmm. somebody be impressed that you'd done the research and you'd, you'd found out about them? Historically, that has always been the case, that they felt um, that I am taking an interest in the business. So, so, is, so that is that the right way or the wrong way? So is that finding more about the business or the person? Well, it's always been historically the business itself, right. hasn't it? But I think obviously that, I the think line that's, of work that we're doing yeah. now is more personal. I think that's potentially where it differs, though. Yeah. Like, I think it's possibly more impressive if you know the about the business and you've done that research. But, yeah, I think it's could, could go one or two ways, couldn't it? If you're, yeah. Depending on who you're meeting, whether they're impressed or bothered, the fact that you've potentially stalked them. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I, was, once on, right I was once on an interview panel. <laughs> the, the girl actually said, um, I liked to the, the main interviewee on the, who owned the business, she said, I liked those shoes you bought last week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's an extreme that you really shouldn't go to, isn't there? Um, I, yes. think, I think in, in the case of an interview... It's maybe more important that the company who's offering the role does the research yeah. on the person that's coming to sit in front of them, and that's a whole different sort of research. Dear God, yes. Why did you fall through the floor, weren't you? Oh, it was like, But do you like, think you did quite well up to that point, love? Do you think that way of doing things has changed with the social media dominated world we live in? Because it makes it a lot easier to possibly find somebody or find out about I them. Th I think you can, you know, I mean, all employers now say, don't they? We look at their Facebook, mm. we look at their Instagram, we look at this, we look at that before we decide to interview. Um, and and people have been sacked because of what they've said. Mm. On social no, but media. I mean, like in terms um, of business, do you think maybe let's say 
10, 15 years ago before social media was so prominent, do you think the approach, we wouldn't be having this conversation now because it would be harder to find out that information about a person unless you knew them or you'd got a mutual connection? I think it would be harder to find out about the person, wouldn't it? I think you'd still be able to find the company information. Yeah. So if it was a new prospect meeting. Um, Your skills are still the same, though, to get to that yeah. point, aren't they? Because yeah. we were talking earlier about um, the skills that are sort of needed to make sure that, that, that you do get the most out of that, that new client meeting. Um, and, we, and we talked sort of a little bit about the questioning and it's the listening that's the key, not butting into the, the answers that they're giving or assume that you know what the answer's going to be. Um, making your notes as well. You've absolutely, I mean, yeah, I do. I don't, Claire doesn't. I don't make any And again, notes. that's a different thing, but maybe again, that's just because of the way that I've had to work in the past. I do my own sort of short answer again. I think I probably sit in the middle. middle yeah. Uh, so again, is there yeah. a right and a wrong? I don't think there is, but no. do you always get the best out of your meetings? Um, don't ever be afraid to, to go back and ask questions as well. I think follow-ups pretty important and you could actually hold some questions back for follow-up follow-up meetings potentially if you felt like you were going to need a reason to contact yeah exactly i think it all depends doesn't it because i went to a, a training course and i came back and said something to you and, and i said i couldn't believe what had come out of my own mouth and you went that's bloody brilliant yeah <laughs> and you know what what we found or what i found is that you can put a proposal into a, a company and particularly if the company's um, sort of owner-led and they've not had any business coaching or they've not got any marketing background or anything, yeah, you can put a proposal in and actually it doesn't matter how simply you've worded it yeah. and how short it is, it overwhelms them. Yeah. They don't know what to do next. And I went on this training course and I was talking to this young guy who said, oh, I'm looking to work with local businesses what would your best piece of advice be? And I said, if you're going to send a proposal to them, schedule the follow-up meeting before you send the proposal mm -hmm. so that you can say, right, can we meet in two weeks? I'll have the proposal to you in the next few days, but then I'd like to come back and go through it with you yeah. to discuss next steps. And I heard myself say, I thought, why have I never done that? <laughs> why have I... Because I'd, I'd just put a proposal into a... a, a a car body shop actually and they were just so out of the comfort zone and, yeah. and even the owner even brought his son in um, to talk to me because he couldn't understand a word I was saying and I don't think I made things complicated yeah, no you don't um, and I sent this proposal off and I hadn't heard anything back and I thought when I heard myself say it and I came back and said it to you didn't I Claire and I you was were like, like light bulb light bulb moment for both of us you know, and, and so, yeah, there are, yes. But anyway, so we've covered, do you do research or not? Your listening skills. Mm -hmm. How else do you make the best out of a, a first meeting with a new client? Should you, okay, let me pose that a different way. How much information should you give them about you, your business, what you can do for them? Because oh, I've I've seen this go really badly wrong with people. I'm not really in a position yet to be able to answer that fully because I've not had too many from a Raspberry Flamingo perspective. I've not had too many new client meetings on my own mm. with those clients. Um, 
from my body shop perspective, I'm all out there because I'm honest and I'm open and I want people to go through the whole no like and trust. I don't give them my inside leg measurements. I don't give them all no, for no, <laughs> bra measurements. You know, I, mean? I should have turned that over. It's just praise, isn't it? Um, but yeah, you don't need to know all your personal experiences. You don't need to know your personal life. But as long as you give them enough information that they can pick up what kind of person you are, trustworthy, reliable. Do you think they're always interested? Possibly not. And you can gauge that. That again, that comes from the not having a structure around. I that think that, first that's. Meeting. I think it's very reactive, depending yeah. on who you're with and what their responses are. And I've had new client meetings where they have come in, and I have literally not said more than an odd sentence to develop their line of conversation. Yeah, I've been talked at for yeah. all intents and purposes for the whole meeting, and. You so you. I think well for me personally, that's quite frustrating, because I don't feel like I've had any opportunity to give them any value that yeah. I could give. Yeah. And I, and I also find it frustrating because you don't really know what they're expecting, or where they think it's going next. It could be nerves. Some people just like to talk about themselves, don't they? They do, and I guess that's where we've got to accept there's now sequirous folk at the end of the day um, you know people are different aren't they and you have to deal with things in different ways yeah you've got to adapt to think you can and i guess that is another skill that actually the adaptability yeah. thing is quite a huge yeah. thing isn't it yeah because yeah. you could literally go from one client meeting to the next and it's a hundred percent way off yeah. different and i think that's that's what you were saying about the follow-up yeah different meetings will require different types of yeah. follow-up and i wonder as well as business owners whether we give ourselves enough time to do that follow-up um because sometimes you know you you have a day out at meetings or have you structure your diary and next day you're straight back into work again um you know sometimes some business owners um, find it difficult to find the time to do the quotes because they're so busy. Mm -hmm. You know, particularly trades and people like that. Yeah. The quoting on at night and on the weekend or whatever. Um, and and I just think you need to schedule time in for the follow up. I think it's not all about that meeting. Mm. Um, you know, I I now put time in my diary. So if I've been to a networking event, I put follow up time in my diary. If I've mm -hmm. Meetings with new clients, I put follow up time in my diary for the next day, so I've got time scheduled to write that proposal or to contact them or to do whatever I need to do. Um, but what that is, I don't think you can tell until you've had the meeting. Yeah, I think it's like pick and mix, and yeah. you, you go with an approach as open minded yeah. and listen, and throughout your questions and how that conversation's gone, you then kind of piece together yourself what you think would be the best yeah. for them and then what I try and do is before I leave the meeting and agree what I'm going to do the next step yeah. also yeah, the, yeah. The, the how yeah because if some people want a follow-up call some people want an email yeah do they yeah. want the the content that you're going to send them in an email or an attachment or what, what are yeah. they comfortable with and that's something that I do with the way I approach that new yeah. client meeting or when it's an opportunity to put a quote or a proposal in, I spend probably quite a bit of time on that element of it 
whereas I could probably spread that out and do a bit more time on another element of it. I think right. depending on who we are, you're going to favour certain part of that process. Yeah. So if anyone out there has any little golden nuggets that they, you are willing to share with us, um, if you are in a position that you can comment or just add any juicy bits of information in forwards, that would be really helpful. And also, I think depending on what business you are in as well, so that might be useful just to learn what your approach is and what business style you're in as well, what business you are in. I feel like she's wrapping it up, I was she about to say, sure. but you know if what? anybody wants to share, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd personally love to hear what went really well yeah. when you've been in a new prospect meeting and also what went really wrong and what yeah. did you learn from it, because it can't go right all the time. The good, the bad and the ugly, let's face it. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I feel it's time for a brew. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye.